Good evening. Today we are learning Maseches Nadarim Daf Samaches, starting at the very top line. For those of you who recall our learning from Shabbos, we began a new parak, parak of Na'arahame Urasa. And in that Mishnah, we had learned a din that a Na'aram Urasa, who is a young girl who is engaged, betrothed, she's between 12 and 12 and a half years old. So the Mishnah had stated a din that in order for there to be hafaras nedareha, in order to undo a nedar that she makes, she needs both her father and her fiancé to be a part of the annulment process. We saw yesterday a whole complex mahalach of Rava, and today we're going to see a very simple approach of Tana Debe Rabbi Shmuel, and that's on the very top of Samaches Samit Beis, proving the same idea that the annulment must have both people, father and groom, otherwise it does not work. Starting at the top of the page, Debe Rabbi Shmuel, Tana, they taught as follows, and here says the Gemara, Same din, same din, just a different Marimakom, and way less complicated than yesterday. It says the Gemara, What does he do with the Pasuk of The Pasuk that we used yesterday, that Rabbah used to prove his point, that a father and a groom are the only ones who can and all, and they must be done together. Well, if Tana the Beir Bishmael is not using that Pasuk, so then what do they use it for? Because only Rabbi used it, not him. So it says the Gemara, and this answer is only going to be a structural answer, not a detailed answer. It's going to be really like a different sheet of Rava. This actually should be Rava. And we're not even going to learn what that is now. The Gemara leaves it in code. And we'll see this uh, over the coming block. The Rabba, what does Rabba do with the Pasuka ben ben that Tana de Rabbi Shmuel was using in order to teach this din that... Um, in order to teach this din that Aviha Ubaila Mefir Nedarah says the Gemara, a third of the way down on Samachas Samad Aleph, Miboile Lomar Shehabal Mefir Nedarim Shebeno Lebeno. A quirk. The Gemara says, What if there is a neder that was made by the Kala when she's a Nara Murasa, but the neder in its essence is something between the, the groom and the bride? In this uh, engaged that there, the Gemara says, Akula. So that's what Rava would use the Pasuk of Ben Ishle Ishto Ben Avlavito. He uses that Pasuk to say that if the Nadarim that are being made are Beno Levena, between the husband and between the uh, husband, between the fiancés of the, the, the fiancé, him and her, then that is something that the, the Baal can be Mayfair without the father at all. Okay, uh, we are going to ask one question. We're going to learn a super complicated uh, Brisa. It's not complicated on its face. But when you see how much Ron there is on this page and on the next page, you can just infer by simple uh, scanning of the page that this is quite difficult. It doesn't read difficult, which is good for Adaf Yomishir, but really it requires many days to, to chisel this out. Mm -hmm. So let's ask the question. The question is not so difficult. A beautiful Lamdashir question. We said that we needed the father and we needed the groom to do hafaras nedareha together. What are the mechanics? Do we say that each person holds 50% of the nether? Or do we say that really all that's happening here when one person is not involved is that we're just weakening the nether? So is it 50-50? Or is it a weakening of the whole, the whole uh, nether itself? And here's how the Gemara phrases this. A question was raised in the base matters. A Baal, let's say that a husband, the fiancé, when he is Mayfair, his part of the nether, do we say, we cut in half, meaning 50%. I, the Baal, have 50% responsibility for Hafara. You, the father, have 50% Hafara 
for the nether. And it's megas, guys. We cut it down the middle. 50-yard line. We slice it. And that, which is my chilek, there's no longer an iser. I was mefer. But on the other side, would it still be usher if the father didn't say anything? Oh, or do we have a different mechanics at play here? Oh, is it miklash kalish? Or do we say, it used to be that this nether was on the status of a lav shiyeshbo malkos. And now that we have someone who's doing hafara, it lowers it down to a regular lav, but not 50-50. So those are the two options, 50-50 or Miklash Kalash. 50-50 is splitting, yes, Usr, no, Usr. Miklash Kalash is it used to be an Isr Lav, and now it is not. Now it used to be an Isr Lav with Malkos, now it is a regular Isr Lav. Isn't it like a safety deposit box where you need both keys for it to work? It's a great question, and one that the Rishonim will have to deal with extensively, but the Gemara is, is quite simplistic about its approach here. Let's take a look at the Gemara's uh, explanation of the question. And I, I, that was my first instinct when I read it, is that this is a steer to the Mishnah. It's the first thing that I thought of is that, what do you mean? Nothing happens until both do something. And that's not true what we're seeing from the Gemara. It is incremental, but we don't know how the increments work. That's really what's happening. The, the, Gemara, the question you're asking is the Gemara's question. But let's just, the Gemara parses out the question still more. Halfway down. Uh, in what scenario would this question be asked? Oh, so Kevin Denodra mitrain Zason. Let's say she makes a neder not to eat two olives. Vishama Arus and her husband, fiance, he hears that she made a neder, and on the on the spot he said, I hereby undo your neder. But she didn't listen. The Achal Tanun, she eats it. E Amri Megas is if we want to say that when one of the two parties does his part 50-50, one of the olives no longer has the status of a nether because he was hayfair, but the other one certainly does. And then Lakie, she should get Malkos because granted the one that the husband was made for on, there's no Malkos, but she ate both. And the other one, the father wasn't, wasn't made for yet. So she, now she's high of Malkos for violating the Isra of violating her nether. Or Iamrinan Miklash Kalish, or if you want to say that when one of the people makes his hafara, it reduces the status of that Isr Neder from Allah Shiyeshbo Malkos to Allah Shainbo Malkos, then says the Gemara, if that's true, then he's Surah Balmahu. That would just be a regular Isr that she violated, and there would be no Malkos. So simplistically, the nafkamina between these two approaches would be Malkos, but the mechanics of each one are very, very different. The mechanics of approach number one to make us guys is that they're 50-50, there's two Zaysim. The Baal over here says, this olive is the one that I'm being Mayfair, conceptually. And therefore, if she eats the other olive, she's going to be Chayv Malkos. Masha'enkin, according to the approach of Miklash Kalish, is that, no, it's not 50-50. But whenever one person does Hafar, it instantly reduces the, 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 the stratosphere level. Totally different Isra now. You were up there with Malkos, we're not dealing with Malkos anymore. That is the Gemara's Chakira. The Gemara says, let's answer this question, five lines from the bottom. Tashma, we're going to bring a brysa. To be clear, a couple of preparatory remarks. This brysa is not on our Mishnah, it's on a future Mishnah. We're going to dig into this brysa again in the future. To be clear as well, there are five parts of this brysa. They are the splitting of hairs. The cases are very, very similar. And I'll only point out one or two uh, scenarios just to create some minor hakiras that are more clear for us. Um, and the last of these cases is the one that we need to answer the question of whether or not one of the two people uh, doing hafara is Megaz Gaiz or Miklash Kalish. That's what we're going to do right now. And then the daf will be over. It's not long um, and it's not hard to read. So it's not going to be a long share, but just recognize when we turn the page, there's a lot of Ron, like a lot. Okay, here we go. What does the Bryce say? Five lines from the bottom. What is the case scenario where when the fiancé dies, 
then nisrokna rishus laval, then the responsibilities that were on the husband are emptied and now given over back to the father. In other words, she makes a neder, and at some timeline, he then dies. We don't know yet what he knew about the neder or not. If he did hafara or not, we'll see these differences in the in the brisa. But isn't the fiance is not a husband, so is the husband? That's the whole discussion. Is that it's nara murasa? You're right. On the one hand, she's not fully married, so she's part of base aviha. Right. But at the same time, she's engaged. She's kind of part of the baseball, even though she's not fully married yet. That's this whole discussion. Correct. It's exactly right. So in this case, when she is in this like little twilight zone of half, uh, half is not right. She's partially connected to her father. She's partially connected to the Baal. So what do we say when the Baal dies at some point? We, again, we don't know the details yet. What would be the case scenario when a nether was made by the woman, the Baal dies, and then the father takes over to fully annul a vow? Says the Gemara, Amos, I, when is that true for? Lines from the bottom. Bizman shilo shoma habal kodem shiamus. So here's the timeline. She made a neder. He instantly dies. Then the father can take over. Makes sense. Oh, another possibility is sheshama veshosak, or the father, the, the Baal heard and was silent. Oh, sheshama vehefer. Or he actually heard and did say something, but umes bobayom. In all of these cases, when he dies on that day, even though he did hafara, we assume his capacity to do hafara and even his silence on that day are zeros. And therefore, the entire capacity to do hafara is now fully back on the father, which is very unique. Because this case pointed out that he actually was Mayfair. But because he died, because he died, we assume that there was a, a chisaron in his, in his hafara. Because we don't know what his das was. We don't know. That guy's got... Certainly the case scenario of his silence, right? That yeah, silence, okay? So here, yeah. 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 Told you it's a tough price. There is a change in gears here, but not one that will that will solve your question. Uh, that's what's really, that really is what's going on here. And you can look at the run on the bottom here. So uh, we can actually look at the run together if you want. The last run, five lines before the bottom. This is already a touch on what you're saying, Stan. That when it says meis bobayom, that's only talking about when he heard and was silent. That's really not your sugya. It's really not. Okay, we're going to leave this for another day because where this price will come up again. Fair question. But that's our case when the when the Baal dies and the husband can totally take over. Turning to the top, did I read all those words? The Baal dies. The Baal dies, then the, the father, father can take over. Yeah, sorry if I said the wrong thing there. Let's go. Top of Samaches, Samad Beis. should be scared. <laughs> the truth is learning the run is run the run is a beautiful reshon to learn he's wordy but super clear as you the problem it's not like the baliatosvos that are sometimes they're so terse and they assume you know so much information which we never do um when i was in uh, kolal one of the rabbin that we shared a base medrash with he said that his brother knew every single tosvos and nashim and azikin by heart I think he's just sitting in the mirror. He's been sitting. He's been sitting in the mirror and learning for like forty-five years or something like. That. You don't want that person to uh, let him do his thing. He doesn't want to write for art scroll. I mean, I love art scroll. Don't get me wrong. Partners with the OU, etc. Fine, but just uh, just saying. Yeah. Is his name Young? 
I don't know. It could be. Where, where is Binyamin? I miss him. Aval. However, im shama v'kayim, if the husband heard and he was mekayim, o shama v'shasak, those last two cases, and he's uh, he heard about the nether and didn't say a word, and then died a different day, umeis biyom shalacharav ein yachalahapir. Then the father, then she's stuck with the okay. nether. Then the father's not allowed to change that nether. Super technical, right? Good. All of that is case number one of five. Here's case two of five. Shama avi'avahafer la. Let's say the father heard about the neder and was mefer. He said, I hereby undo your neder. But the baal, the husband, the fiance did not hear about this before the father died. Here we have a Mishnah that reads, It doesn't fall back in the power. So it's like a power of attorney almost. It doesn't fall back in the hands of the baal to... Uh, Correct of the Baal to um, to take care of this hafar. Case number three, which is very. We still consider Baal, even though they haven't really fully been married. Baal as it relates to Arison. Yeah, I mean we're calling him a Baal. But right, so, but I'm saying like not instead of maybe the word Chosen or something because it's really I don't believe we ever use that. No, since there's an Arison, she's bound to him. She is and bound to him. I don't. I don't. Arus is really the the appropriate yeah. word in the Gemara. Right. Uh, it's true. And Rabbi um, Resnick Shear. He was using the word arus right and left in this year, which is a little bit more of an appropriate term. But in this case, it's clear what's going on here because we know our case so clear from our mission. It's not a There's like a what? There is an afkamina lalacha between those two. There is, but in this context, we we know what's going on. That's these psukim. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Michael. Okay. I'll be angst about it anyway. <laughs> but the language of Baal versus ours? The guy is a fiance. Correct. It's a, a fiance. Right. But it's David's point is correct. If she cheats on him, that's cheating. Even though they can't sleep together. Fine, right? Hmm? They're they're halachically engaged. He said Harad Mikudeshly. It means nothing in our... In our parlance, it means nothing. They're halachically engaged. They read Mikudeshesli, but they didn't have chuppah yet. I've said that before. I wouldn't That's the case of Naramu Rasa that we did discuss that. That's the case. All right, case three. Last of the short lines, which doesn't say much because there's only seven lines on the page. Eight lines. Case three. Shama Baila. The husband heard the hafirla. Husband. The others heard and uh, and did hafara. Below hispika avli shmoa ad sabam. And the father didn't get to hear about it before the Baal died. This is the nafkamina between this case and the first case. Very similar halacha. The only difference between these two, between case three and case one, was the uh, was whether or not the av knew before the Baal died. It was only nafkamina between the two cases. Case four. Shama baila the The fiance heard the arus heard, and he was and he was mefer. And then the father didn't hear, um, and then the father died. In that case, which is a little bit more extreme, because the Baal was Mayfair already, but the father never had the opportunity to chime in. She's stuck. It's such a hard Gemara, because that line, it was, what do you mean? It, we've already seen previous cases, but it's not really true, because the previous cases where the Baal died. So one of the themes that we're seeing in the Gemara, and then we'll get into the answer to our question for the day, and then we'll call it a day, short share today. One of the themes that we're seeing is that the father has a stronger 
uh, hand than the arus. Because in the opposite scenario here, the father was allowed to take over the power of attorney to make these decisions. Masha'en came when the Baal is left over in a very similar case, he doesn't have that. So there really is, it's, they're not equals. There's like a little, there's like a, like a couple of layers of difference between the Av and between the Baal. But it's the same. What? It's, it's the same because the Av is the Lachrayim more than the Baal. Yes, but I could argue the other way, like David was saying, is that she's halachically married to the point that if she slept with another man, it's Eish Hashish. I understand, but who's, who's, uh, who's high in her... So the Rishon would have to say into your question is what is the feature that we look at when we choose who ranks higher than who? Do we look at monetary obligations, in which case, for sure, you're right. Or do we look at halachic status, in which case she's an Eish I don't know. I'm, not, I'm, I'm just I'm postulating different possibilities, but it's a good point. The last case, and let's just review our question before we start. We started out our discussion today with the Chakira of do we say... Do we say, Megas Gaius, that when one of the two responsible parties does their hafara, that it cuts everything in half, and if she were to then consume all of that food violating her neder, she'd still be chayav malkos? Or do we say, Miklash Kalish, that when one of the two parties of hafara, they, they are Mayfair, then it just simply takes it out of the, that, that very high level of alav with malkos and moves it to a stamla? Which one is it? So let's look at the last case and see if we can extract. We have about five lines left and then we'll be done. Shama Aviha Vihaferla, the father hears about his daughter's nether. She's a Naramil Rasa, the Haferla, and he does Hafara. And the Baal didn't even hear about it before he died, and the Baal died. What do we see? We see that the Av regains power of attorney in this case, and he's able to undo the whole nether. In other words, he's stronger. He's stronger, like we've been saying before, stronger than the Baal. Amar of Nosen, hein hein dibre Beishamai. This last case is the case of Beishamai. However, Beishilal Omrim, ein yochel hafer. What he says is no. In a case like this, where Shama aviyah v'hafer, this case at the top of Samech Tesamad Aleph, that case is is Machlokes Beishamai Beishil, that top case is Beishamai, and Beishil says, ein yochel hafer, Shmami, no, what do we see? We see that according to Beishamai, there are portions. Look at the language. Mom, it's mashman the that way. Because he says, what are you talking about? It's all one thing. It's not two different people. So therefore, we see our machlokas. Of course, we paskin like Beis Hillel. So therefore, the maisa, the way we paskin in our Gemara, is that when we have two parties, the Av and the Baal, who are obligated to do hafara together, and one of them does hafara and the other doesn't, granted, she's not exempt. But what it does is it reduces the status of her neder from a lab that does have a punishment of Malkos to an Astam Isr lab that is an Isr Doraisa, but doesn't have Malkos. Shama Avi The husband is gone, yeah? Yeah, so then she's stuck because the father can get rid of half of it according to the in this last case, the top line says, That's a huge piece. One of the things that we're focusing on here is the chronology of events. And because the Baal never heard about it, power of attorney can transfer. Had he heard about it, we would have been in, a, in totally different straits. That's the nafkamin of the Gemara. And, but in this case, he never knew at all. Had he heard about it, that's the top line. He never heard about the case. He's gone. Right, so she's stuck. No. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, according to Basil, she's stuck, yeah. yeah. 
Ain ain yachol hafer. How do you understand that? They stole a whole mikdash college. No, but well, he can leave and leave the property. No. Hold on one second. The the case of alohispi kabalishmo ad shemais machlokes beishama beisela is of the opinion that yachol hafer that the av can be mefer. Why does he say that? Takes over full. Megas guys. So the first person didn't have an opportunity to do it because he died. He didn't even know about it. So of course, both parts then fall on him. That makes sense. Basilo says in Hafer, and we're saying that his his sheet says Miklash Kalish. So let's look at the case now. Top line. Shama Avia La. The father hears that hears his daughter's nether and he's Mayfair. And the husband dies before he's able, before he ever heard about the neder. So that's a big problem. She's trapped now. But don't worry, even though he's trapped now, Miklash Kalish, the Isra does does drop because the father was Hefer. Yeah, I understand. She's still over in the bail. She's still over in the bail. She's still over in the bail. She if she if she got there. Okay, so 100%. Everyone agrees there's an Isra the Raisa. Nafkamin is Malkus. I understand. So she doesn't have that. Correct. But the Baal wasn't really a Baal Malkus. It's gone now. She's free from this guy. There's nothing to do with it. You're asking what's the lumdus of a base hillel to say that he doesn't have full power of attorney. I can give you Balabata Shasvara is that the husband was alive when the nether was made. And in the state of Naramu Rasa, his level of knowledge only has a minimal impact, but it was still made while she was We'll continue tomorrow right at Boy Rava, wishing you all a beautiful night. Well, the full scenario wasn't if the husband died and wasn't making it or she's stuck in. She's fully married.